You're listening to the podcast, Carlos Avalon, My Music, My Life. Thank you for tuning in. And now, here's your host, Carlos Avalon. I should have asked you for your number, and if you'd like for me to go, because I think I really like And yes, this time, once again, I have a guest, a special guest. Let me tell you about this guy. Uh, when I first moved, even before I moved to Palm Springs, I was coming here on holiday a lot, and I'd go to uh, um, a nightclub that um, I got to like, a bar, nightclub, toucans. And the DJ there on the nights that I would go was my guest. And I always appreciated his music. I'd go up, ask, what is that song? Because obviously he was doing dance music that I don't perform. So songs that I liked, or even radio uh, stations I don't listen to. So songs that I'd like, I'd go. Uh, a couple of times I'd request that he play one of the, one of the songs I liked. And um, got to know him. And then... Uh, I, as after I moved here, I'd see him everywhere. He was the star DJ around town, and then uh, and then I moved uh, to the complex I'm cu currently living at. And how lucky can I could I get? He's my neighbor right next door, and that allowed the friendship to build. We hang out by the pool. I I see him, and I tried to support him when I was performing in town at Stacy's. He and his bestie would always come by. My friends, I'm so glad to welcome to you my buddy, DJ Galaxy. Hey, Hi, buddy. Hi, Carlos. Thank you for having me. Hey, I'm glad we finally did this. I know how busy you are, and I'm so glad you could do this. Let me tell you, as I was, uh, uh, I, I hang with you, I know you, but, you know, I, as I looked into your bio to really uh, know even more about you, I realized that you were, I always associate you with Palm Springs, but you were actually born in L.A. Yes, I was Tell born us in, about your early days. Yeah, I was born in Hun Huntington Park, um, Los Angeles in 1975. Um, my family and I, we stayed there for about three years and then moved to Riverside. Oh, wow. And then what brought you to Palm Springs eventually after that? Just um, the nightlife, the, the bar oh. scene. Um, I started DJing when I was 13. I used to go to parties with my brother and help him um, spin music for the crowd. And, wow. And then from there, I just ended up um, coming to Palm Springs and DJing. And, and Yeah, well, we have a few things in common, in some ways a lot of things in common. <laughs> but that was one thing uh, in common is the, the age you started DJing at, because I started my first band when I was 13. Oh, wow. So at the same time, we got the bug, and we went out. So yeah, although you started... Um, um, doing that at 13, when did you realize you had caught that need, uh, that bug, you had that talent for music and for uh, uh, spinning the discs? When did you realize this is going to be what I'm going to do? Well, it happened when I was 15 and a half. I was coming to Palm Springs and I used to sneak into a bar. Um, don't tell my mom. <laughs> oh, wow. I used to sneak into a bar and um, one of their DJs didn't show up one night. And um, my boyfriend at the time... Um, said, why don't you talk to the manager and see if you can get in the booth. And they put me in the booth, and that was it. And that's wow. when I got the bug and wow. started buying records after records and then CDs and Oh, that, that is fantastic. Of course, in my case, I was born into a music musical family. Uh -huh. uh, the bug, I guess I knew I was going to do, do uh, showbiz from uh, uh, they, even before I was born, probably. 
And wow, uh, you've also done a lot of touring. Uh, you've done Florida, you've done New York, uh, something we have in common. I did New York, um, uh, Sheraton. And um, tell us about those gigs and what took you. So you started in this area, but what, of course, you became famous, so then you had offers. So tell us about your touring gigs out of town, out of state. Well, I didn't really start touring until probably 2012. Um, I was working at Toucans for eight years, and then after yeah, that, that's where um, I decided you know, to, to accept an offer to go work in Manhattan at the Monster Bar wow. in New York City. Yeah, New York, there's so I did a four-month four gig residency there, and then I came back to California, and then I went to Fort Lauderdale. Um, I was only supposed to be there two weeks. I ended up staying there for two years. Oh, I and love DJing at all that. the nightclubs and bars around that area. Oh, now what a fun spot! Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. And um, you also um, uh, now in your travels or even here, is there a perform a memorable uh, night um, uh, performance that was special that you'll never forget? Uh, I mean, or or one that was went so bad that you'll never forget yeah. you have either or i have both you know i have so many wonderful memories it's hard to select one but what i do enjoy is like spinning like the red dress party here in palm Springs. oh yes yeah um obviously pride festivals um i absolutely love because of the reason why we're there and playing the music of celebration and love and diversity yeah um, and this is the month of pride, uh, pride uh, month, yes. but in palm springs it's in november it's in november so we palm can springs handle every weather. day <laughs> yeah, you're right palm springs but yeah november <laughs> and uh, and uh, that's great so yeah you also do a lot of a lot of production work uh, you're a video producer you're um, uh, primarily video uh, you're not really a record producer although what you do for your sound as a DJ is uh, similar to that you've done some video editing for me which I'm grateful so how did that get started or it was just natural because you were in the sound business well, I've always been DJ. fascinated with like behind the scenes of movies and stuff so yeah. I decided to go to film school because I wanted to start my own video production company wow. the, the film school I went to you know, if you actually graduate, you can go on to work at Warner Brothers. Um, I got offered a job to work on Ellen DeGeneres' show. Wow. But I wanted just to do it. Um, I wanted to be my own boss and have my own production company. Yeah, which so. you do, VJ uh, Productions, mm. right? VJC Productions, uh, yes. Right, right, see. And, uh, and so that's fantastic. So you've done a lot of videos, and we've talked... Uh, uh, we've talked sometimes of you doing a music video for yes, me. Yes, I definitely want to do one with that you. Out. Actually, believe it or not, I've written a song that uh, I haven't published, haven't even recorded, but that's the one song, most songs are love songs or ballads, uh -huh. but that's the one song that boom, 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 that I want to release it as a dance, uh, uh -huh. a dance song, so maybe that's the video. Yeah, you know, let me know, because out. also I'm getting into the business of, of audio production, too. So you are, uh, maybe like we'll a lot try of music, something. A lot of my music is um, my own custom remixes, so I... Yeah. I create a lot of stuff. Oh, that's great. Well, you're so talented. And um, you were, now, this is what's happened to you the last five years is amazing. You were already a celebrity DJ in Southern California, Palm Springs, LA. You were in Fort Lauderdale. You were known. But then came this radio station um, that um, uh, Brad um, uh, Bradford. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah uh, bought and uh, our friend John Taylor is a DJ and you got a gig doing a show you became a radio star a radio personality 
How how did that come about? Well, December 2019, or 2018, rather. No, I'm sorry. December of 2017. Yeah. Um, Bradford decided to start a radio station here in the Valley called KJ1065. Yeah. Um, that following um, year, in February, February 1st, um, is when I started DJing doing the retro lunch shows at noon, every Monday, Wednesday, and Fridays. Yeah. But I went, I went to Brad and asked him, I said, at lunchtime, you know, there used to be radio stations that would have a dance hour, you know, to yeah. kind of get people through their day, the lunch and everything. Yeah. And I asked him if he'd be interested in, in trying it out, and it's become a big hit. I'm going on five years now. Yeah, Brad, uh, actually, um, uh, he uh, also had a, um, a print publication, right? Uh, doesn't he have a... Yes, he still has that. It's um, Gay Desert Guy. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. how I got to know yeah. of him and got to meet him. And it's a great uh, publication. And then uh, he got into, uh, he bought the radio session. But now, let me tell you, how did the name Only Palm Springs would would be lucky enough or would have a radio station that the call letters are K-G-A-Y, K-Gay. How did you... You know, that, that's very that? interesting because those call letters were actually owned by a, a, a Christian ministry. I, Excuse me? It was owned by a Christian ministry. and they. Re it was a Christian radio station? Um, well, but it was never on the air. They just oh, bought it and oh. held on to it all these years, and then the, the rights expired. Oh, maybe and just they by chance, hmm. um, Brad went oh. online and found it and bought it like, now, for nothing. <laughs> now, at first when you said that, I thought it was so cool. Wow, a Christian station has the call letters K-Gay, but you said they bought it and sat on it, so... I hope they didn't buy it so that we can... That I think that's why be, I think oh, certain people okay. did that. But, Let's not go there. But it, they but bought the call letters so that <laughs> they could never be used. But so it expired like five years or six years ago. Yeah. And Brad's been following those calls, like uh, KGAY, and he snagged it as soon as it became available. Oh, that is so good. Well, it's a great... Oh, I love... I listen to it because we... Uh, folks, uh, wherever you are, if you have iHeartRadio... Uh, look for K-Gay and Out of Palm Springs. Great dance yeah, music. Yeah, that's great. Great music. You can even go online and just type kgaypalmsprings.com. Yeah. And you can listen worldwide. And your show comes on at 12. 12 o'clock Pacific time. Yeah, Pacific time. So, yeah, give uh, my friend a listen here. Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Yes. Right? And then we re-air all my shows on Sundays. Okay. So. All your shows. Uh -huh. Yeah. And then... Uh, which is why on Friday we hang the, uh, by the pool sometimes, yes. <laughs> and that's when. Uh, but uh, you, yeah. So I think it's before the show. But anyway, uh, that's fantastic. I'm so proud of you. I'm glad the oh, station you. is a success. Uh, now you currently your big rice. Well, your big hit in Palm Springs. You produced yourself. Um, an event that also every Friday evening or late afternoon, early evening has become a hit at the pool party of the local downtown Hotel Zoso. Hotel Zoso, yes. Yeah, tell us about that. So we're actually going on week five. Um, the oh, event's wow. called Boys Night Out, Boys Pool Night Party Out, and Happy yeah. Hour. We used to have that event over at Wayne's in the Desert um, before the pandemic. And so um, after the pandemic, they decided not to bring that back, so I decided to take that idea and go to Hotel Zoso, and now it's poolside. Oh, um, that is fantastic. Wayne's didn't have a pool, obviously. It was a restaurant. Yeah. So it's a big pool party, and it's perfect timing, because right now in Palm Springs, as you know, temperatures are rising, so it's yeah. nice to be able to have... Oh, no, that's the weird. Pool. 
And I have to admit, I haven't yet gone there. And I did research because you put it on Facebook and all. Because I saw a lot of the photos and the promo for mm -hmm. it. All these guys have a pool party by the pool and so on. And I didn't want pictures of anybody seeing me in my Speedo. Oh, oh, <laughs> no, no. But then I sure. saw people dressed still with summery clothes. So yeah, you don't, have, you to, don't have to be in your You don't have to do that. So I, mean, it is I, a might, party. I might finally go there uh, oh, on next Friday. <laughs> yeah, we have drag queens and we have Madam, the puppet. I don't know if you remember Madam. Yes, I um, do. Yeah, yeah. All uh, kinds of stuff going on. Oh, uh, well, it's fantastic. Listen, uh, what else um, What else have you got coming up? Uh, what else do you have going that uh, you'd like uh, the listeners to know? Because many of my listeners are actually um, probably going uh, being introduced to you for the first time. Uh -huh. And hey, if you're ever in Palm Springs, wherever he's at, look for DJ Galaxy. Actually, your real name is Vincent Corrales. Uh, Corrales. Okay. So, uh, uh, but I, to me, you're always DJ Galaxy. <laughs> but I do address you as Vince. Listen, anything else you want to share with the people? Or? Um, no, thank you for having me here, and, and congratulations on your success, too. Uh, well, thank you. Well, things slowed down with the pandemic, yeah. but uh, the podcast I'm enjoying, it keeps me out there. And let me ask you a question. Another thing you do, uh, this guy is a hiker. This guy is an athlete. Let me tell you, Vince is a cyclist. He does bicycles. And every year, he's been trying to get me to, well, tell us about the ride from San Francisco to L.A. <laughs> yeah, so I do the A's Life Cycle ride from San Francisco to Los Angeles every year. It's 545 miles. And I'm trying to get you to do this. And I'm You gonna, have been trying to do that for two years. You know, we're going to get you signed up today. Now <laughs> I'm on the spot. Maybe yeah. if I say on this episode with you that I'll do it next year. Yes, you have oh, to. <laughs> okay, folks, get ready. I'm going to do the AIDS cycle ride from San Francisco to L.A. unless something terrible happens to me between now and then. It's in June, so we, I got it's a year to prepare. Mm -hmm. And it's over the course of seven days. You know, you're not right. riding at all. It's not a race. Right. Yeah, and I, I, you told me, you, you made me finally feel comfortable because uh, uh, you, if a rider one day can only do 10 miles, that's fine. There's all the support mm -hmm. and they pick you up exactly. and then you go to the camp for the next night. So I, I, I will you help me train for I, it? Absolutely. Yeah. And, and if you need to go find a bike and everything like that. Yeah. Like yeah. That. I, like I, yeah. I was telling him that the bikes I have are probably slow. I, <laughs> they're good enough for something I do every year to the Palm Springs. And no cheating. No electric bikes are allowed. Oh, no. <laughs> thank goodness. Yeah. But listen, I want to thank you so much. Um, and uh, just keep up your great success. Thank you. And I'm so proud that you're... Uh, of your success. I'm so proud that you're my personal friend. Uh, um, you and um, your bestie have, uh, uh, I've gotten to know all of you well. Uh, and I'm even happier that you're my neighbor. I know, isn't that interesting? Uh, After all these years, we just live right next door to yeah, each other. Yeah, what a coincidence. And I'm proud to call you my friend, too. And like uh, I said, thanks, you're buddy. very talented. And well, I look I forward to working it. with you on your project as well. Thank you so much. And that's it for now, my friends. Listen, if you like what you heard and you know there's no advertising, there's no commercials on this podcast, if you get a chance, there is something you could send a contribution and help keep it going. And maybe it's simply called buymeacoffee.com forward slash Carlos Avalon. 
maybe they can buy us both a coffee. Yes, so, that sounds good. Okay. <laughs> anyway, thanks a lot. See you next time. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Please join us again in two weeks for another episode of Carlos Avalon, My Music, My Life. Now we start a city